we'll go ahead and call the meeting to order. Um, shoot, just lost it. Um, all right. Anything not on the agenda? All right. Consideration of the September seventh meeting minutes. I thought they looked fine, personally. Motion to approve the minutes. Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Great. Um, all right. And our guests of honor are here right in time to talk about the South, Dist South District Bus Stop Bench Project. You're up first. <laughs> Hello again. Hello. <laughs> um, yeah, so had a, a lot of things sort of happening behind the scenes for the past couple of months. Um, thank you very much for those of you that were part of the, the subcommittee meetings and everything. And thank you, Rachel, as well, for getting everything organized for us. And Ron, you did a bang up job that one week. You did a lot of legwork <laughs> at one point. So thank you very much for doing that. Um, I believe uh, Rachel was kind enough to get uh, some of the budget number things that considerations that we want to discuss. Uh, printed out for each of you to, to look at and, and check out. And um, at the very top is the budget from the original set of contracts, the agreements um, that we have uh, with the 2000 8000 uh, breakout for um, Ethan specifically. Uh, and then down at the bottom of the page, um, we've got uh, sort of the larger um, budget that Ethan and I sort of pulled together last minute here um, uh, with the numbers that we know of at this moment um, and, and what we're kind of looking at, including each of the line items that, you know, anything that you wish to ask questions about or discuss, we're more than open to uh, discussing. Uh, this is very minor, but structural is is misspelled there in the oh. budget. So, thanks. <laughs> Make sure that that's correct. Yeah. What's the total budget for the art public art program? Uh, around fifty thousand dollars. Okay. Anita, how are things looking um, on your end? Just, you're the artist. You do, you've done public art. How are things looking for you? What are you thinking? What are your thoughts, vibes, feelings, et cetera? Well, I, well, I, I am concerned that it's like almost, well, it's like almost $10,000 over budget. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, I, it's not for me to decide, but it is, that's quite a bit. You know, it's almost doubled its budget. And so that's a concern because I think part of the thing that public art has to do is to be within those confines. But, um, and did we, f I couldn't follow the, all the threads. That's fair. <laughs> um, so is there a set place now for the location? No, no, not, not, time. not exactly yet. <laughs> okay, so, so in that case, we still don't know 
what is in that space and what exists and what's above ground and what's underground, and that can be a problem. I yeah, so the so. top runner, at least Ethan and my favorite uh, bus stop, uh, let's see if I can remember this number correctly, 8069 uh, Fair Meadows Park um, bus stop um, is, again, Ethan, my favorite. Um, there's still conversation going on with the South District uh, of, of that specific one and three others. Um, and we went through the about three different bus lines that go through the South District um, and, and checked off each of the different bus stops and marked off um, bus stops that would be too small for the current design. Also, I should step back one moment and say that the reason we're still focusing on the current design is because the South District uh, leadership said that they really want to stick with that design. Um, they had a, a, a member who uh, uh, recently passed that was very uh, uh, emphatic about the design and really enjoyed it. And so sort of in memorandum, they wanted to do the best that they could to uh, keep the, the, the current design. Um, so with that in mind then, that's when Ethan and I went through all the different uh, bus stops, checked to see what ones we thought would actually fit um, and which ones wouldn't conflict too much with the infrastructure that we could see. Um, like for example, one of them, we felt it was gonna be in the way of the path of uh, a fire hydrant um, from across the street for, you know, in case anything were to happen with a, an apartment building or whatever. We also did our best to ensure that it wouldn't be like blocking uh, views, window views. Um, from different locations as, as little as possible. Um, and then whenever we came across like a, a single family residency, um, we just thought that that was just stay away from that. There's no need to call eminent domain or anything like that on, on something along those lines. So, um, so it whittled it down to basically just four bus stops that uh, the South District is still kind of mulling over um, at the moment. And so, um, so going through the budget, is the structural engineer um, the price? It's the quantity is is that fifty four hours? What does that mean? Like what? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is it right? Yeah, <laughs> they they um, gave us a, a an initial estimate of well, initial estimate of six thousand um, dollars. When I uh, when we went back to them and talked to them about the uh, using the jib crane as like a structure. Um, they they came back and said, oh, okay, well then, 5,400. Um, and I'm assuming that uh, that's based off of a $100 per hour rate, and they'd be putting in about 54 hours or something like that. So, so that's for them, they're fabricating, right? Is that it? No, no, that's just for uh, they're engineering. Re they're reviewing the plans and gonna sign and seal from a structural standpoint? Um, I know I emailed you. Um, did you did you look at any other structural engineers locally, um, or do you have a? Is there a specific? Do you have a contact with somebody at Raker Roads? That's why you chose that firm. Uh, yeah, I I, um, I thought I'd responded to you, and I'm sorry. Uh, you, if, you, if, you, if, you may have. I just no, yeah. that's all good. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, so the the handful that we like the two or three others that we also reached out to um, tried a couple of times. Um, like two or three times each, and Raker Rose was the only group that really got back to us. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I had also sort of mentioned in an email thread that I might be wearing their patience thin a bit too, <laughs> which I understand because 
we're coming back, there's no promise of a paycheck, and I'm asking how they can decrease their, their estimate. So I could get why somebody wouldn't want to <laughs> take our calls. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do think, you know, even though it's over budget, um, it's kind of the first project of this sort. Um, so we don't really have that much experience in how much it's going to cost. So I think it seems to me like it, it's not that unusual to have a little bit of a budget increase. I guess I'm just curious how confident you are in these numbers. Like, if it hasn't been engineered yet, how do you know how much how many steel tubes you need. Like, this seems very specific. Sure. Um, so we do have a 3D model um, that I uh, found some scripts online that, that pull what the, uh, like, uh, the perimeters are of different faces and facets, and that's how I figured out the lengths of bar that would be needed uh, for it. And I went with, like, whole lengths uh, based on what I was looking up online and everything. Um, and then, like, the, the sheets is based off of another script that pulls the, uh, the surface area um, and, and then did similar uh, extractions um, from there. And can you explain the contingency? What is that? Uh, contingency, in my experience with a bunch of other uh, projects um, in, in different uh, lives that I've lived, uh, uh, contingency is something that's always going to be there of just buffer room, things that you just don't know um, usually at the beginning of a project, contingency starts out, uh, I like to start at around 30% um, or so, and then it starts to whittle down the more that you get figured out as the project continues on, so. Uh, and it, with the, the notation here, is this reflecting a 15% contingency then? Or? Yep. Okay, great. Mm Also, do we want to add that the materials he was researching are the most expensive, like, variation online, like, the most expensive option. So it's, like, it's already over like, overestimated already with the materials. Yeah, it's sort of... Uh, uh, wait, you were, you were saying it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a conservative estimate in regards to the materials. Uh, I like to uh, estimate out... Uh, materials themselves high, and then if we can get them cheaper, all the better. Um, but yeah, I just like to try to cover all the bases. <laughs> so it's the same. There be a sorry. Go ahead. Uh, will there be a um, foundation needed? Some of the um, bus stops already have foundations. Yeah, that's a, a great question because. Um, Thankfully, one of the many things that Ron did in a given week, uh, doing a lot of legwork, he met with um, Ethan and I and also had uh, one of the city engineers come along. And um, we were talking about that the, uh, the pads that are current existing for bus stops, um, they're only, is it four to six inches or is it six inches? Yeah, six inches. The footing that we need for something to have, be cantilevered like this is closer to three feet deep. Um, and, and so that slab of concrete wouldn't necessarily cut it um, for a project like this, for this particular project. So the jib crane is gonna be kind of embedded inside of the hand 
Yep. Yeah, that's it. It's going to be the structure. Like if the hand is here, then the jib crane. This is a really poor presentation, but uh, it'll be at the front of the wrist, running along the bottom of the thumb, and then the end is where it'll attach to the top of uh, a ski lift um, to to be the actual set for the bench. Like, you know, I was thinking, do you have any um, that was my run contact. ends? Okay, okay. Um, other suggestions? You know, I mean, maybe that I suspect the person they were referring to that passed away, I don't know if MMS has structural engineers, though. They're civil engineers. But that's who that, they, they're also in the South District. They might be. Okay, yeah. I don't think they have any structural, they have structural, they have any structural on staff. Okay. You know, did you reach out to Shoemaker Holland? Uh, yeah, they I believe we did. Answer. Yeah, they didn't didn't get back, unfortunately. So I think maybe what you guys need to decide is um, looking at these budgets, like what are you comfortable with and what do you want to move forward with, and then just basically give staff direction so that we can work directly with the artists and don't have to like keep coming back to these meetings necessarily and having this kind of a conversation. But just so I kind of know, like, what budget threshold, um, and then as we figure out the location and continue getting estimates from engineers, that just gives me some parameters to work within. So I'm wondering if um, if the Neighborhood Association or South of Six or, um, or if some of this extra cost could be made up um, from sponsorship or um, if I, I don't know of any other, you know, granting sort of things at the moment, but if there's a way to make up some of this um, increase with, you know, non-PAC money, because it is really hard to say, you know, hey, we have to budget another 9000 some odd dollars for this over, um, over the course of this, you know, fiscal year, next f fiscal year, et cetera. So I'm, I'm just wondering if some of those funds could be found elsewhere yeah and you know I don't know but right yeah I will admit that um, that was something we've discussed early on uh, in the project um, and that was highly discouraged at that time um, uh, to mix funding sources I guess um, that I think uh, it was explained that the idea for uh, PAC and especially this project is that this the funding that's being provided is the funding that will pay for the project and we were asked to do everything that we could to bring the budget down basically i think where it's helpful to set that budget threshold is if if you tell me no 12,000 is what we want to stick with then you know we can have that conversation with the south of 6 to say we understand that the hand was your preferred design unfortunately without absent another funding source we can't proceed with that due to cost. So just like weighing that and kind of helps. <clears throat> I don't remember how the original RFP was worded, but with the sort of scale of kind of and the sculptural quality of of the proposal, 20,000 sounds like a reasonable budget, um, 22. Uh, 
and we don't have a lot of competing uh, things we're trying to spend that on right now in our current fiscal year. So I don't know, I would support it. Um, and just, I think it's a lesson for us to learn as well mm -hmm. as we're putting together our fees for this kind of stuff, yeah. kind of the scale. Of, I mean, he's paying himself $12 an hour to, yeah. uh, it's not, not a lot. Yeah. And I don't doubt 300 hours is probably, probably conservative, I don't know. It, that's a pretty complicated sculpture you got ahead of you, so. Um, yeah, and, and we've talked about that and, and sort of discussed it as a uh, cost of learning for the emerging artists, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, and most sculptures aren't multifunctional. Like, this is going to actually be a, a bench um, at a bus stop. So I think, you know, we can think about allocating more resources for something that's playing more than one purpose. So then, Rachel, I guess my question is, um, you know, I, I guess what was helpful when Wendy was doing this was to kind of have that updated budget of like, this is what we've spent for this fiscal year, or how mm -hmm. things are allotted. Yeah. I never remember that. I'm sorry. Sure, yeah. Um, I, I just know we do things with money, and we spend the money, and somehow we carry over every year, and then things get spent. So. Um, but I guess I'd want to see how much do we have left? Can we completely cover this cost with this fiscal year? Or what would it look like moving forward for the next sort of budgeting, which is, of course, a, uh, you know, it would be carrying over into the discussion for FY25. Yes. Um, let me see. Yes. OK. What is that kind of can of worms for you? Uh, well, it's okay. I mean, with these projects, they typically take longer than one fiscal year. So we've carried over in the past, and it's not that big of a concern. Um, based on what we plan to spend and what we have spent, um, kind of the unencumbered funds sitting in the public art budget is still around that 20000 Um And what we've spent so far out of this 12000 that we had allocated to this budget um, is... 2600 so if we agreed if we agreed to this proposal of increasing it to almost 22,000 can we cover it with our current fiscal year or will we need to take some borrows a thousand dollars or so from next yeah, year yeah the 21,000 includes the original 12 correct Mm -hmm. That's not in addition. Yeah, yeah. Then you'd be you'd be good to cover it. Just want to point out, as always, that that just reduces your ability to act on other opportunities. So it's just up to you of what you want to prioritize. But I think the twenty one thousand though, this final number would include. Does it include the mentors? It doesn't include your fee, right? Does this this is basically going back into ten thousand, right? That's that's a good point. Uh, I mean, so I mean, so so right, we're, I mean, right. we have two different pieces here. We have we have the the mentors agreement, right, which is what Ray is doing for us. So that's two thousand dollars. That's separate from really what Ethan has presented as far as his budget for the art piece. Forgot about that. Yeah. Yep. That's a good point. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that part because right. I basically yeah. think about just donating it to the project. So. <laughs> so it's really increasing it from ten to twenty-two, not twelve to twenty-two. 
Well, it would be or 12, going from, from 12 to 24. From 12 to 24, correct. Yep. 3, 000, almost 3,000 is contingency. So if that money isn't actually needed, is that even if it is budgeted, is it going to be spent or is it just going to stay in the in the in the pool it would stay i guess i assume it would stay in the pool right i mean it yeah well i think anita made a good point that you know these budget numbers aren't final yet that's why i'm kind of pushing you in the direction more of like let me know what you feel that threshold is and then we can work these details out i mean we'll continue to try to shave costs where we can and just need to know like what that limit is so, so i would I would propose that we put a limit of 2,400 total on this as a cost learning. 24,000. 24,000, right? 24,000. Um, you know, with with the uh, you know, next time we'll do it different, but this time we're we're sort of in the fray of it, and um, I think everyone's pretty motivated to see it come to fruition, and uh, but it can't exceed the 24,000. Because some of this is already incurred, so we're already invested to a degree where it would be difficult to pull out, or to you know, like we have the exploratory meeting about doing something else, but our our um, our collaborators, you know, our community collaborators are invested in this design, and this is the design that they agreed to and that they have envisioned. I think so. So I guess my proposal, I'll make it really short, because this was rambly, um, is that we put a cap of 24,000 on the project with the hope that that will, all not, that will not all be necessary, but it is not to exceed that amount. Is that? So that would be a motion, is there discussion, or? Does that not to exceed work, or would we just say the budget is 24,000? Is... I second that. Yeah, I mean, I think we'd, it would be not to exceed, right? Yeah, I think that's where we're at. Okay. And I'm assuming that does nothing to affect the extra, you know, 5,000 plus that we've kind of moved over to the Lucas Farms project, correct? Um, yeah, that, it, that won't affect that's that. Just, okay. That came from... Yeah, I assumed it was not included then in the unencumbered 20,000, but just wanted to double check. Mm -hmm. um, Yes. If there's no other discussion, all in favor of that motion? Aye. 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 Make it so. Make it beautiful. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it very much. Cool. Okay. Will there be any updates as far as where location or yeah, I was just going to ask, do you prefer to continue that subcommittee? Do you just want me to play that role and, and update as needed? Just let me know what what you'd like to do. Who was on the subcommittee? All you guys? We were. I think we, we have it down, but we just want to have it solidified. Uh, I, so I, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't know if the subcommittee needs to, to continue on. I think that what we'll have to do, though, it, so what, Ray and Ethan, as we move, so there's four sites that are identified, right? That you, so is the intent that 
your the South District is determining which one they want to move forward with, or are you planning on moving forward with number one? Uh, okay, I guess I, I just because I, I, obviously the the two the two that you identify the first two on the list are next to city properties that are already owned. So um, I think the the first site probably would lend itself to be the best location just from an usability. The second location, there's a city property next to it, but that's also a future fire station site. So right. I, I don't, I'm not certain that, that location number two is, is going to be a, a good site. It could be, I guess. But right. I, mean, I think if, if, if everybody's comfortable focusing on number one, I think we can really push, I mean, push that part forward. Yeah, yeah. And the conversations that I did have with South District, uh, one of the members did mention the, the um, fire station mm -hmm. potentially going there. Um, I think they had said it was like 10 years or it's, more. It's, since, it, it, yeah. it's, a, it's a while out, but sure, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yep. Um, and, and so, yeah, they, I know that uh, at least that member would, would be happy to know that that's sort of still in the plan and, and would weigh on, on their decision making uh, for the process for sure. Yeah. I don't know if that answered your question or not. No, but. I mean, I, 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 mean if, I think. The, the number one site that said, I mean, that seems to be, that would be my preferred site, I guess, that it, it, moving, I know obviously Julie may feel differently uh, from a Parks and Rec standpoint, but I, I'm certain that, that, that she probably would be comfortable with that too. Sure. Yeah. Right. But there again, it, being adjacent to a public site, it gives it a little bit more flexibility to, right. you know, if it won't fit between the sidewalk and the back of curb, it can potentially be behind the sidewalk and, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. And yeah. that was kind of, where Ethan and I sort right. of saw some opportunity to. So. And the, the number one site was the Fair Meadows Park? Yep. Fair Meadows okay. Park, yep. yep. Yeah. 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 Um, Main thing is the flat grass and the big lot. Right. Yep. 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 That's something that most other locations don't have. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yard or it's a really small piece of concrete. So. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Right. Good discussion. Um, moving on to considering the Lucas Farms Neighborhood Indigenous History Art Project RFQ. Uh, yeah, so included in your agenda packet was a draft RFP. Um, and then in front of you, which I'll include in the minutes, is uh, kind of like a late handout. What's in red is what was added. Um, after you got the agenda packet. So um, Judy was able to get back to me with um, some of their uh, priorities. So I included what was relevant. Some of the other things, you know, she had like suggestions of things they could do. I thought that might be better for a public input session with the neighborhood. So that's not included here, but um, just kind of their priorities and help the artists understand what the, the vision is here. So the biggest thing I noticed was just updating the budget for that um, um, to the 17. Yes. Yep. 17, whatever uh, it is. Um, my other just, uh, I'm not an artist who does public art. I'm not an artist at all that does private art. So I guess the timeline seemed very quick for this. Um, and I guess my concern with it is the idea of being able to um, advertise thoroughly to both um, the Meskwaki community and uh, potentially other um, indigenous um, organizations or 
arts organizations, et cetera, to make sure that we are advertising out and being um, as thorough as we can since we have specified preference for an indigenous artist. Okay. Push that timeline out a little? Perhaps. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is not an issue at all. Um, I was just kind of thinking, you know, would we have time to do a lot of advertising because it feels like it might require more advertising? Um, but I don't know what I mean, I mean. It looks like there is a typo on the project schedule. The final design presented the second one from the bottom is January um, 2024. And it happens after okay. other stuff. So it's probably like May or something. I'm guessing. But the, as far as how long the design and process takes once an artist is selected, that seems okay to you. It's just you're worried about the advertising That's getting long enough to prepare a proposal. That's the only thing I feel like I have any sort of remote ability to to sure. you know, comment on. So I I don't know, but that was that was what really um, concerned me was just the quick submission deadline. But, it, but it, yeah, based on like the submission deadline, which is five weeks from now, ish. Yeah. Um, but it hasn't gone out yet. When would it go out? Imme yeah, immediately, basically. If you guys approved of it, I'd go ahead and put it out. Um, like, tomorrow? but we can, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And, and when we put it out, where do we put it? Um, it would just go out through like our general news channel, public art platform. I just feel like it's going to need a bit more, perhaps. Um, so I don't know whether that's sending it to, um, you know, administration office, the Muskwaki Settlement. I know there's a museum, cultural museum, you know, perhaps staff mm -hmm. there. Um, Iowa Arts Council. Yes, uh, yeah, I just, that. I know, um, I don't know if, um, so, you know. Um. Okay. I just yeah. think it requires some different channels as well. No, agreed, good feedback. It's just also really hard because then after the 11th, you kind of hit holiday. Yeah, craziness, like people's, it's hard to get attention from <laughs> people, so. And, and, you know, and of course, if one thing gets pushed back, everything gets pushed yeah, back. Yeah. So the other part of this. Because um, who, who made the schedule? Just me. Julie oh. weighed in on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we could. I based it a little bit off the airport mural timeline. Slightly different project, but. And, and I think if, if, uh, if. If we didn't feel like the response was adequate, we could extend it. Would that be mm -hmm. yeah. in our provenance? Like, like you know, we could go with this, and if we just sort of felt like, oh, there's two there's people or whatever, know. or the committee doesn't feel like, you know, the committee meets and they question the viability of any of the projects, it could be expanded, but that, what do you think? How would, how, how did you feel about the airport timeline? Like, how did you feel about, how did that go? 
it, didn't hear any negative. Yeah, I mean, it, it felt fine. Um, you know, it seems reasonable to say if we don't hear back from any um, applicants, we can extend it further at that time. Yeah, I think the airport was really nice, so. It turned out great. It, Maybe we just have to make the effort to, like, if you could send us the thing, yep. then we could send that too. Like, try to get that, yeah. you know, maybe even try to see if Little Village would publish it. Yeah. And there, it it's just a qualifications. It's not a proposal, so it shouldn't, it's not that much of a effort to put together, you know. It's not like they're having to put together a design proposal. So, seems reasonable. We have, a, but we have we have a process. I mean, we have a list of who we send out mm -hmm. the request to. I mean, so I mean, it, right? I mean, I, obviously, we can do those things on our own if we want to. But I mean, there's a process that these go through. Yeah, it's more than just the news channels, right? Right. Yeah. No. I mean, it. it yeah. Right. I mean, so we we have our list of artists, and I mean, so I mean, it's going to go out, just like any of our other calls would go out. But the idea is of the. Um, Misquacky and yeah, yeah, that might that's yeah. outside of what we normally do. And it seems smart. I don't know, you know, who's on the artist database, but we also don't have a large in, um, in Iowa City. I can't. There are a couple of artists I can think of. So just making sure that if we're, you know, asking for a preference of Indigenous artists, that we're um, trying to disseminate a little bit. Um, Coincidentally, like a week ago, our uh, equity and human rights director received an inquiry from a member of the Meskwaki Nation who's interested in doing a mural. And I Fabulous. shared that maybe a mural is not necessarily what they were looking, but sure, sure. this was opportunities coming up. So she was going to share that back, too, as soon as we were ready. Awesome. So I think we do have some good connections, and it was mm -hmm. a nice reminder. I can kind of bolster our efforts on that front. Awesome. I, think I have a question about the... Um, sorry, were you going to... No, go ahead. I have a question about the um, the call for, or the document. So um, it says that they were looking for a wayfinding or a sculpture. So was that were they leaning more towards something like a wayfinding um, piece, or or were they not decided on that? Yeah, that was the element I had maybe had a hard time conveying in there, so open to feedback. Um, but what the neighborhood would like is to kind of leave that, leave what the art form looks like up to the artists, provide some flexibility there, but still maintain some element of wayfinding. So keeping in mind their kind of long-term vision for wayfinding signage throughout the neighborhood and this idea that the piece that ends up in Highland Park could be kind of the first stop on like a tour of the neighborhood or something like that. So somehow incorporating in, you know, I don't, wayfinding and historical kind of history, I guess. I guess the part in red kind of makes it feel like they're just looking for wayfinding. Like, is there a way we can add in there that if um, they choose to do a public art piece that Wayfinding would also be included. Sure. Um, but it's not like. 
Yeah, it almost seems like to start with that is difficult. Like, because it would seem like, well, then you want a map. <laughs> it's a sculptural wayfinding uh, device. But, yeah. Yeah, it does sound like kind of a map. It is. <laughs> I don't know how else you do a singular yeah, wayfinding. Put it on sculpture. I yeah. don't know. But I mean, that second bullet point I think describes it pretty well. That it's the starting point, a single, a singular element that could be built upon. So, yeah. Any, any other comments or discussion on this? I think with well, the they said it was wayfinding or a sculpture, so it doesn't have to be wayfinding, or is that something that has to be included? Because it sounded like they were saying either or. Where did you see that, Jeremy? Um, in the beginning, it says, let's see, interpret a panel or a, or a public artwork in another form which conveys the project goals. So the main goal is wayfinding? Or are they just open to any type of sculpture? Yeah, because it is, you know, because it does say like refining a final design and fabricating and installing artistic, attractive, and clear public art signage. That doesn't, like, that mm. is kind of countering. You know, because artists would have to know what the what needed to be included in wayfinding and signage before they could ever consider a design, it would seem like. Okay. So any artist who's not intimately familiar with the neighborhood and not involved in, in whatever planning for this wayfinding would, would have no hope of, of designing something that was in, in keeping with that desire. It, is what they want, from your understanding, kind of like the Longfellow historical markers and stuff, or that that yeah. like would reference? I mean, I think that's their long-term vision, and I think this project, you know, is now different from that. So maybe that wayfinding piece isn't the top priority now that it has changed and focused on just that Highland Park location, and I can clarify all that with Judy. So really helpful feedback. Yeah. 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 So I guess with some clarification on you mm -hmm. know, whether this is signage or sculpture, and then the typo on the date on the project schedule, I think everyone, are we good to put this out? Yeah, and the updated budget. Okay. Which is that? Uh, it's currently twelve thousand, which is the usual public art um, neighborhood. But then we didn't allocate that extra five thousand something from the um, Blackhawk Mini Park project, and um, voted to move that into this project as so well. So it's seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Which I think we're going to have to be looking at, like, budgets, and yeah. you know because of just overwhelming cost increases yeah. that we've seen. And I don't know, the budget seems like it's been kind of in place for a long time. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think we're definitely, I, 
we've been doing this multiple times, multiple years. I think it's really time for us to rethink um, that kind of budgeting. Or reallocate. Or, yeah. And you know, maybe, yeah, do, do less with, give more and do less or ask budgets. for more yeah. or, you know, just some sort of a change because the affordability for people to do projects of substance is difficult. You know, just, I mean, when, when, you know, the second they say signage, I'm, I'm saying five grand, <laughs> you know, like right there. Yeah. <laughs> Did we ever get a percent for art um, ordinance or how does that work with the budget, the uh, general budget? There's no longer a percent for art in Iowa. Yeah, we, we don't I mean, have an ordinance right now that, I mean... I think it was perhaps the, the riverfront crossings development. Yeah. yeah. And that is no longer, that is no access to that or, yeah, there's some funding in the riverfront crossings uh, fund for art that has to uh, remain in that district. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was a fee in lieu payment from a developer. And that was like a one-time thing? Yeah, in exchange for other incentives that they got for the development project, so. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we need a motion then for approving this contingent on some tweaks to the wordage, the verbiage? Mm -hmm. Okay, I get a motion to that. And budget. Oh, and budget. Uh, yes, the additional money in the budget that was uh, set aside from the Blackhawk Black Hawk Park project. I could second it. You should so second. Hmm? You should so do it. I should so second. <laughs> all right. Uh, all in favor? Aye. 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 I'll just say on that, since it will involve going back to Judy to clarify um, into the neighborhood, I might have to push that timeline out based on her response. So I'll keep the kind of the general what you've approved tonight, but might see a shift depending on when I'm able to get it out. Yeah, I think uh, having it, the responses due like in early January is kind of a nice, okay. give people the break if they have some time off for the holidays or something to put time towards that. And that would kind of change all the other dates by a yeah, month? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It would push it all out. Shift back, yeah. And it's a nice budget. I feel good about that budget. I think it's realistic to get something good. I do think at some point in the new year we do, we should think about this as either a whole committee or a subcommittee to to really rethink budget on some of these longstanding projects and our programs. I, it just feels time. When is the next time we set? Do you know that? Um, yep. City staff are preparing their request for the fiscal year 25 budget, which starts uh, July 1 of 2024. So probably in, they, they approve, the city council approves the final budget in March. Um, so then at that time, we could have that discussion uh, about you know how we want to allocate our funds for the the next fiscal year. Would we do that before March to try to? I mean, you know, if we find like we're we need five thousand dollars more in this budget, or uh, well, that would have to occur at the time of request. So currently, right now, um, and so that then you'd be asking the city council to increase your overall budget. Um, an option, I guess. <laughs> it's a very challenging time in the city, and we can get into that uh, in another discussion if you'd like. But 
Okay, I just was curious yeah. about timeline. And I, I did submit a request for an additional $5,000 to help bolster our maintenance, our maintenance program, so we'll see Great, how that checks you. out. That's great. Which brings us right to the next project. Yeah, the wooden sculptures. Yeah, so um, as we've talked about all the new projects we're bringing online today, it's a good reminder that you know we need to set some time aside to really talk maintenance. Um, so we had, at your September meeting, you had approved a contract uh, with Dave Dennis uh, to restore three public art pieces as part of that. One was the wooden Kovalev sculptures, uh, which are in Willow Creek Park. Um, Dave had kind of simultaneously been contracted with the city of Coralville to work on the bear that was outside of their library, which was done by the same artist and also wooden. Um, he found in that bear a a large amount of dry rot and all of the methods that he's tried have proved just infeasible they aren't going to work um, and so he's having a really hard time with that and didn't feel comfortable proceeding with our agreement because our sculptures are even worse condition um, so we went ahead and just pulled that out of the agreement so he could proceed with the other two while he continued to research and he spent a uh, you know, the whole month of October, just continue. He, he did a really great job of just, you know, looking in every nook and cranny for a, a solution, a restoration method that might work. Um, he even, you know, looked so far as can we recreate this in a different form, and it was just too high a cost to consider that. So um, he decided that, you know, the best advice he could give us is that it's you know, probably beyond restoration at this point. And so this committee might just have to consider retiring uh, the art piece. Um, Julie had, when I talked to Julie about it, she thought, you know, because of what they're made of and because of kind of the unique little role they play in the park already, you know, we might get another 10 years out of them as they just like kind of continue to decay and they would just kind of go through that natural process if um, you did choose to retire the art pieces. Um, they were donated um, by a couple of different community members. One has since passed, another uh, Julie was able to connect with and he understood. Um, and the third uh, no longer lives in Iowa City and I, I tried to connect with him but haven't heard back so I don't know. And so can you tell me a little bit like about the um, the origins or the, the Kovalev, like where that name comes from? And yeah, so he was a Russian sculptor, Valery Kovalev was his name, um, and he would often visit Iowa City because he just had connections here um, and I think had connections with the University of Iowa as well. So Art Small, who was a former politician in Iowa, um, had uh, contracted Kovalev to build a sculpture of his family or carve a sculpture of his family. So that's one of the ones you see in Willow Creek Park. There's like a man surrounded by others and that's Art Small and his family. Um, and then Howard Horan, whose I think parents lived nearby, thought, hey, that was really great. And his dad was a lover of Russian literature. So he also contracted the same artist to make a couple of more. Um, and that's how I know of a few of them. I'm not sure about uh, the third individual who donated. 
It's interesting that they can just kind of remain in place and weather. Yeah. It, my concern with that is, I mean, if the general public who sees them wouldn't be aware that that's the plan and would see them decaying in public and perhaps be thinking that the city is neglecting them. But, I mean, this is where I think some interpretive signage to explain that, like, the city has done due diligence to try to restore them. There is no real, really, there is no feasible alternative at the moment. But I think it could be... Um, not a teachable moment, but I mean, I do think something interpretive would have to be put there. I mean, I absolutely think that's right. You can't just have these sculptures, yeah. you know, dying and rotting, you know, and, and continuing to deteriorate and without some sort of, I think, acknowledgement of um, the process that we have gone through thus yeah. far. And, and that it's being done intentionally. Yes, and, not, and that yeah. this is what we're, and, absolutely. and I do think it is also a lesson for the city and public art that, you know, um, if wood gets put in, we've got to be proactive. Yeah. 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 I guess, um, as far as your suggestion of the signage, that mm -hmm. I don't know how soon if Julie starts hearing complaints or something. Uh, well, we haven't gotten any complaints. I mean, you can't really, looking at them now, they, they seem okay. It's just when you break them open and look inside. Um, but I think before we got to the point of, you know, I think they would be removed at some point, like if, you know, probably before we would install signage. But well, then that I would be of equal cost, probably. I mean, there's cost to removing something, just as there's cost of putting up a sign. Yeah. I. It, I don't know what, what it looks like as they decay and if it's like a safety issue right. or, yeah. Well, I was also wondering about talking to Howard Haran, like would he want, you know, if the, I know they've been donated to the city, but if they are, you know, would there be any consideration of, you know, removing to then give back? I don't know how that plays. I've never been an art donor, uh, so I don't know if that feels insulting, but also, just if before they were to completely um, go, you know, would we want them out there to just decay, or would you know Howard Haran perhaps want them moved back? I don't know where they would go indoors. I don't know. Just if that sort of conversation has been had with donors, I guess. There's a couple different Kovalevs. I don't know which one this is. I'm not familiar, but like, yeah, could, I mean, would it be wise to give the art to one of the museums, you know, the, the Stanley or the Cedar Rapids to be put inside with that? Yeah, my understanding, so, you know, there's dry rot in there and there's like bugs as well. And so my understanding from Dave is, you know, moving them inside is not really an option no. either. And I think just trying to fill it, fill the cavities where the rot is and clean that rot out is, you know, I think he thinks that's going to destroy the piece. So, okay. Makes sense. Cardinal rule for preserving peace. <laughs> Don't ruin the peace. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I think it sounds, I think that a lot has been explored and, and it, the reasoning seems sound if they can't be restored, but to keep an eye on them and remove them once um, the damage becomes really evident so it's, it doesn't just become sad.
good. I think if we have, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, if we have to remove them, um, maybe this is a little bit silly, but um, can we replace them with baby bears? Bears. <laughs> <laughs> can we have some other bears commissioned to replace? Baby bears. Just an idea. Just an no, idea. Sorry, Jimmy. I really love it. I'm like, ooh, baby bear sculptures. So. <laughs> we'll revisit that. <laughs> I mean, if it's, you said maybe there's even 10 years left in these, possibly, depending I, yeah, on just the rate know. at which they continue Depends to on the weather and decay, and sure. Yeah, all kinds mm -hmm. of things. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Overwhelming. Um, but it is, I mean, this is part of the maintenance program, and so this should be listed as a piece to be watched and not maintained, you know, that we've already sort of gone down that yep. route so yep. somebody doesn't have to revisit that. Yeah. Develop a maintenance for all these pieces. Okay. We need a motion. A motion. To approve this decommissioning. I, I motion that we uh, not t pursue the maintenance uh, on this this project and allow that nature to run its course. Second. Oh, Jeremy seconded. Second. Great. Yeah. All in favor? Aye. 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 Great. <clears throat> Great. Um, next one is planning for the 2024 public art matching grants. Uh, so that's, this is going to come up quickly. I believe last year uh, the grants went out in March. Um, I've heard from a couple of members that uh, there maybe is some interest in just uh, reviewing the process. So just wanted a little direction, um, kind of look knowing our timeline going forward. Um, if you would like to have a subcommittee work on that, if you want me to kind of prepare something, just again, need direction on like the amount, timing, any desired changes to the process. Um, I think I would like to look at the wording on the grant and things because, you know, we ran into prop like where people would just put budget as budget, but if we could be sent that so that we could alter some of the and clarify some of the wording, especially about what what designates public space versus private space? Because those were just some of the problems we ran into with the last round, if I'm recalling correctly. And we had some money grabs that felt. Right, that it can't be a promoting of, of a secondary business. You know, obviously, if an artist is doing a work, they're promoting their, they're making art and they're promoting themselves as an artist, you know. Um, but it can't be like, and I, run a, you know, a boutique shop or I run a flower shop or something like that. It can't be, a, they can't be promoting a secondary interest or, I don't know how you would word that, but. But it does feel, yeah. It can't be advertisement for another venture beyond that activity. Because when, is it scheduled to go out in the spring? Well, I mean, it's really up to you all, but uh, last year it, I think the year before that, it went out a little bit earlier in the spring, and last year it went out in March, if that sounds right. Um, and, the, you know, I just wanted to kind of put it on the radar with this agenda item, so if you prefer that, you know, we get it on the next agenda, you have a time to look through the prior application and then have a real discussion, we can do that. Sounds great. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to do that. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I would like to just look at it and change some of the wording and, you know, just because budget, people just put materials as a budget. And so I think we want to ask for a little more detail in the materials. And also about if this is an object to be placed, that some investigation has yes. to be done. You can't just put it, you know, you would need to contact. And, do, and, and how do we refer them to the person to be contacted without, ha like, yeah. without burdening staff? I think that's in there. It's already in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. pretty I'm pretty certain the staff members are identified who they need to contact. But I'd also like to be really stern, like, if you don't, if Julie doesn't know about this before she reads that, that grant, sure. you're out. I you're think done. that is. Like, you I know, think I, that is part of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. you have, there's a due process and you do have to, you can't just propose to put something in City Park and never talk to anybody right. who would, you know, and there has to be some safety built in. Um, you know, it's a public work. It can't harm people and uh, things of that nature, you know, and maintenance, like, you know, how, what is the duration of this object? You know, you can't just put something in the park and then walk away necessarily. You have to have some kind of an idea of how, what is the longevity, you know, is this, and then what is the removal mechanism if it's not meant to be? Maintenance plan if it is meant to be there long term. Yeah. Right, you know, because we had we had proposals for planters, but no budget for plants, and no, no proposal of like how are those plants maintained? Who's taking care of this? Yeah, because that's a thing. <laughs> well, and and there's ways of you know like there's the um, Master Gardener Association. That's a phone call. You can call them and right. see, you know, they do volunteers for the Kiwanis, um, the. Uh, the Qantas, the, the um, oh, it's the, it's in Willow Creek, the park with the. Is it the Qantas? park, yeah. That's, yeah. The, they're, they're, they're adjacent to each other, yeah. Okay, but there's also the um, care, the other garden too, the little garden that is for um, hospice care. Oh, yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And the, that's maintained by the master gardeners of Johnson County. They, you know, they have like a Tuesday morning clean periodic cleanups that they do. So like things like that, like somebody would have to have that, you know, and there are resources where, you know, like groups that will do that work, but yeah. it can't just be tagged into parks and rec because they're busy. And nobody wants dead crispy plants in the planters. In the hospice place. So we'll just include that in next month's packet for our review. And all right, sounds great. Um, there was, in the agenda, there was the Hercule Parade. Is that just part of staff updates? Yeah, okay. I was staff updates. Okay, to staff on updates. staff updates. Yeah. Uh, so as Steve mentioned, uh, Herc I included the call for creativity uh, that the Herculean Parade Committee has issued. So just wanted to bring it to your attention and hope that you can use your networks to push it out and encourage artists to apply. Um, other than that, uh, I wanted to give an update on the public art coordinator position, which is that Wendy's former position of economic development and public art coordinator has been filled, and I am the new public art and economic development coordinator. So I'm very excited to keep working with all of you, um, and hope you are too. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Um, 
And then just wanted to know, uh, we do have a couple of vacancies coming up on the Public Art Advisory Committee. Uh, Eddie decided to uh, resign from the committee, so um, applications are currently being accepted for his position and will be, uh, appointment will be made at the next council meeting or maybe the one after. Um, and then both Steve and Jenny's terms end at the end of December. And then I know that Steve's is the design professional um, versus an at-large, um, and then is, so Eddie's will already sort of be filled perhaps at the next meeting. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to think of like people I could ask, so. Um, yeah. And then at-large. Okay. That's all for staff updates. Do we have an outline of the new Herky pose? Um, oh, is it going to be a different it's, one? It's, oh. that, it's in the picture there, right? It, okay, yeah. I didn't know oh. if it was a secret oh. or not. Hey. So. <laughs> Flexing those muscles. Yeah. A little more than usual. <laughs> this is the city, not the university. Is this the city that does the Herkes? Not, uh, not the Iowa Convention City. and Visitors Bureau runs it. Um, yeah. Any other staff updates? No? Uh, anything else from you guys? Great. Motion to adjourn. Second. All in favor? Okay. Aye. 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 All right. See you, Jeremy. Thank you. See you. Thanks, Jeremy.